Welcome to the Own Your Hustle podcast. My name is Ruby Lee. I'm a side hustle coach, entrepreneur, and all the energy you need to turn your idea into freedom. Here's a little something about me. I was once nearly fired for having a side hustle, and today I dedicate my life and business to enabling early stage entrepreneurs everywhere to create options in their career and abundance on their own terms, some while still balancing a day job. Side hustlers are the future of work, and I am unapologetic for our ambition. From working through your hundred ideas to creating a successful sideline business, I'll share my own experiences, practical tips, and help you crush through those mindset blockers. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Own Your Hustle podcast. My name is Ruby and I am your host for this podcast. And gosh, I cannot believe how quickly the episodes are rolling in. And I'm getting fairly comfortable with my little microphone here, guys. I was at the She Mentors live event just a couple of nights ago. And I was telling everybody how it's quite ironic that I am sitting here basically talking to myself into a microphone. And I get such a ton of you message me saying, I love your podcast. And I love listening to what you have to say when most of the time it's just me rambling on in my head and putting it out there to the universe. So thank you for sticking around and being such a loyal listener. But if for some reason you are brand new to this podcast, I welcome you to my community and the Own Your Hustle community as well. And you're more than likely here because you are a side hustler, someone who's recently taking the leap, or you're thinking about doing that and you're here to get some inspiration and also some practical advice. Today is actually all about that latter, the practical advice that so often we can, you know, really Google the hell out of things and work out what should I be doing? What are some of like the top 10 tips? And typically speaking, the the tips type of stuff isn't something I naturally gravitate to. I'm definitely more mindset, motivation, inspirational, and I just go down the track of talking about whatever I want to. But the reason why I'm talking about practical money tips for your side hustle today is because it was one of the most highly voted topics that I put out on Instagram. So if you're not already following me, follow me at underscore Ruby Lee underscore. And I tend to ask all of my community there around what sort of topics they want to hear about on the podcast. So this was the second highest voted. Uh, So here we go. I'm going to give you some of my very kind of basic, but practical money tips that I use in my hustle. Now I'm also not a financial advisor and I'm not giving you financial advice, but it is just a way for you to make sure that all of, you know, everything's sort of lined up and you are using the best possible foundations that you can to launch your side hustle as early as it is. I don't care if you are only earning a hundred dollars a month from your side hustle, but there's just some steps that you can put into place so that things are not, you know, a mess later on. So the first tip I have for you is don't mix your business and your personal bank account and expenses together. One of my close girlfriends, who's also an entrepreneur and a side hustler, sent me a voice message the other day saying, oh my gosh, Rube, so I'm about to go and do my tax and my accountant has asked me for my business account. And I've realized that I've actually just had 
all of my income from my side hustle just going into my personal savings account. So there are so many reasons why you shouldn't mix your business and personal accounts. I mean, this includes tax issues and things like personal liability and, you know, really kind of mixing up all your accounting records just to kind of pick a few bits out. But you know what, when things aren't going so well, let's say in your personal life from a financial perspective, or, you know, you just need a bit of extra money here and there, just having a separate account that you are dedicating to your business is going to save you from that temptation of dipping into your business funds. So the best way from my perspective that you can maintain a really clear borderline uh, or, you know, a separation is to really set a personal budget and a business budget. Have two separate budgets that you are running. And I definitely apply this to my personal life. Uh, I have a personal budget of which it's not that much. Like I put myself... I give myself maybe $400 a month to spend on all the fun stuff, you know, getting my hair done, getting my nails done, buying some new clothes. And quite honestly, if you haven't listened to my money story episode, you'll know that I don't spend a lot. I have money issues from that, like from my past that I've really told you guys about, and I've been very honest about it. And I still don't really uh, spend very much money. It's something that I need to be better at. I know that sounds hilarious, but abundance is really linked to treating yourself and knowing that there is, you know, an endless supply of money flow coming into your life. And I'm consistently working on the fact that, you know, that $400 I'm paying myself a month is not just always going to be there, but it's going to grow. And soon it'll be $4,000 a month as my business grows. But I digress in saying that my business budget is also very much around knowing what the expenses are going to be. So the ongoing expenses in my business will be things like my learning platforms, my shopping carts, um, you know, paying someone to redo my photography, my website, all sorts of things that come out in that respect. Now, over here in Australia as well, from a tax perspective, there's a bunch of stuff that you can write off on your business, even things like your laptop, your internet, uh, you know, if you work from home, magazines, books, like there's a ton of stuff that you can write off because you're running a business. So have a chat to your accountant about how you can structure your business account and your business budget. And one thing for me is that if you stick to them really, really well, and you're strict with yourself around your spend and things like loans, if you're taking out loans to start a business or you've got a credit card that you know you need to pay off from a personal point of view, you know, I think there is a sense that you want to make sure that you are keeping your books as clean as you can. If you're a little bit later on and you're, you know that finances isn't your thing, I'm extremely lucky because my background is in accounting, but also Mike is like an amazing, amazing bookkeeper. He doesn't love it, but he is so good when it comes to time management and managing our books and paying taxes and all those things. So I'm extremely blessed to have him in my life. But if you don't have a Michael in your life to look after all of the back end bits of your business, then I would say get yourself in front of a bookkeeper or a financial accountant, someone who can really advise you from a tax structure perspective. So that's number one. Now, number two, I want you to think about all the bills that you have for your business. If you don't yet have, you know, particular bills or invoices to pay, then this is a tip for down the track. I want you to always pay your bills on time 
every time and in advance. And the reason why I say this is because it is highly linked to abundance. I listen to a lot of manifestation coaches talking about the fact that so many reasons why you have money blockers in your life and why you're not really seeing all the financial flow that you were hoping and wishing for is actually linked to the fact that you have either not paid a bill, you have you owe someone a ton of money and you know that you've just kind of swept that under the rug or you've been really naughty with just not making sure your finances are up to date for whatever reason. So just as you do with, let's say a water bill or a, you know, um, a paid TV bill or something like that, it's really important that you just look after your bills diligently. You know, if let's say you have credit card repayments or, um, you've taken out a business loan, you don't want to consistently miss that because you get late fees and it can cost you down the track and it sucks to be hit with late payment fees, right? Nobody likes that. And it's those small amounts that eventually add up and they add up and add up and add up. And then before you know it, you're paying so much more than you were originally meant to. And that sort of energy in your business is not a good thing. If you need to set up reminders so that every fortnight you're checking in that, you know, your bills have been paid in advance or that you're setting up automated payments going out. You know, from a business point of view, I I do find like 30% of the time I'm chasing up people that haven't paid my bills. So it's not necessarily individuals because if it's individuals, it'll just be, you know, a quick credit card payment. My membership site, uh, that just comes out automatically and I've never had an issue. It's when I work with employers and large employers, let's say if I'm doing a facilitation gig or I'm speaking or running a workshop, if they want to book me in for, you know, doing something with their team, I do find that I am constantly chasing and it's so annoying, but it's just the reality. And so often that energy of chasing for money sucks, right? And no one likes to do it. You get annoyed. And so paying bills on time or making sure you have parameters set up so that you are paid on time is actually going to make a whole lot of difference to your money energy every single day. Okay. My third tip is something that may or may not resonate with you. Now, remember, these are just my own tips that I, you know, apply to my hustle. Take what you will and apply it to your life. If you're wholeheartedly going, yes, this is what I needed. And what doesn't work for you, just leave it. No worries. It's not meant to be like the be all and end all. But I want you to think about making, uh, you know, being a bit of a, a careful spender, a habit in your early days. You know, you don't need to to be spending thousands and thousands of dollars on setting up your business up front if you are not yet making revenue. Now, I know this definitely goes against the whole act as if and law of attraction if you are into that. But from a practical point of view, an example is I could have easily had spend, spent sorry $10,000 to get my website up and running with a brand design, getting a shopping cart set up and getting my website like professionally done by a web developer. The thing is back then I was writing resumes for maybe like anywhere between $100 to $250 per resume. And there was no way from a, if you think about it from that perspective, I could make up to that 10K anytime soon, nor was I getting the volume to do that. You don't have to turn into, you know, an extreme uh, spender up front. You just need to think about 
business expenses that are practical to get your brand out there. If you hadn't listened to David Morrison's episode last week, he talks about how he's you know, been successfully running a six-figure, soon to be a multi- multiple six-figure side hustle and now main hustle without even yet having a website. How incredible is that? So think about ways that you can be, you know, a little bit more careful with how you're saving upfront so that it's going to actually give you a better runway overall. Now, my next tip is for many of you that are wanting to take the side hustle to main hustle leap. So many of you are really driven um, by obviously the financial aspect to take that leap. And I was in exactly the same space. You know, I took almost four years to make the leap because I was so scared about not having a consistent source of income. Now, one thing that I did do to put things into place was to make sure that I had a runway from a financial point of view. So I do invest in property. I definitely have bills to pay. I have two kids to feed. I have, you know, fun stuff that I want to do. My husband and I have big ticket dreams to travel the world next year and pursue an endless summer. So all of these are like, financial, 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 right? So the thing is, I want you to start thinking about ways that you can start putting money aside if if you're a side hustler now to build up to at least a minimum of three months worth of covered expenses. So work out what that number is. I've talked about this before. If it's a mortgage, um, if it's a credit card repayment, if it's like your car repayment numbers, work out what you need from an expense point of view and start to put a minimum of three months locked away so that you have this little runway when you do take the leap to fully go out there and explore every single opportunity as freely as you can. This also gives you the opportunity to do things like invest in yourself, in energy, give yourself some time, break, all of that goodness when you do take the leap because you need that. If I said to you, you can take two to three weeks off in your main hustle because you get paid annual leave, most of you would be like, yeah, that's true. But if I said to those of you who have taken the leap and let's say you're just into your main hustle journey and I said, well, you can take three weeks off, I guarantee 90% of you would be like, no, I can't. I need to hustle because that's how I make my money and I'm a small business owner and the reality is is that if I take a holiday, then there's no income coming in. So you need to give yourself a little bit of that room to breathe. Now, I took six, I I did a six-month runway, so I wanted to make sure that, you know, everything was covered. And in fact, thinking about it now, I've been earning from day one because I have been energetically giving out so much over the time that I was side hustling that when I took the leap and told everybody that I was doing that, the support was insane, but also I was able to reach so many more people, which translated to more clients and more abundance and more opportunities. So even though I have that six month runway, I haven't actually had to touch that. I have just been able to build income from day one, which is of course going into my business account, not my personal account. So yeah, if there's anything that you can do around, uh, 
putting some extra little money away, maybe for a time. I mean, side hustling in general is all about sacrifice. A lot of you have told me that you've sacrificed social time. You sacrificed time watching Netflix. So now it's almost time to go that little bit deeper from a financial perspective and start putting away more money. And it could mean that, you know, you do one less cocktail a week. It could mean that you don't do the gold class movies, but you wait for the movie, the movie to actually come out and you can just buy it on Netflix or whatever. Whatever that means to you, there will always be ways that you can actually start chipping away and putting some money uh, aside, right? Okay, so the last one I have for you is really around uh, pricing. And I know that many of you, this is probably a whole other topic, but I do want to touch about it, uh, touch on it in this episode. You are maybe thinking as a coach or a freelancer or someone who's just going out there for the first time and pricing your services, products are slightly different. So from a services perspective, you're going, gosh, I feel like I am pricing my own value and my own worth. Well, yes, you absolutely are. Pricing is linked so uh, closely to money tips because If you're not valuing yourself, what's going to happen is that you're not going to be able to generate all the revenue that you need to before you start to scale and grow your business. So the way that I approach money and pricing is first and foremost, always about energy. So I'm going to be talking a lot about this inside Hustle Slingshot. For those of you that have registered to join me on the 10-day Side Hustle Intensive Bootcamp, we start on the 23rd of July. I will be diving very, very deeply into your self-worth. Now, when it comes to energy... What I mean by energy is that energy can be time and effort spent on delivering a service, but also the sense of emotional investment that you're going to put into the work that you're doing. So for example, for me, it's not just about working with you on a 45-minute one-on-one coaching call. It's also about all the time I use to stalk your business and your profiles. I love to learn everything about my clients, what's going on behind your business, what product launches are coming out for you. So I do a lot of thinking outside of the 45 minutes. I'm also thinking all the time about, you know, your understanding around like where you're at in your side hustle, how I can help you push your boundaries, how I can help you feel motivated. And there's also times where I'm just like in a meditation and I bring you up in my thoughts. And then I think, oh my gosh, I need to message you and give you all the guidance that you need here because I've just had this massive download from the universe. That is what I mean by energy. And that is what I mean by valuing your time and your energy. So think about ways that you can start to price around that. If you're really struggling with it, reach out to me for a one-on-one and I can definitely help you really craft that pricing part outside of all the research and all the practical stuff that you've probably already done around, hey, what's the going rate for someone who's already doing this? And if you've done that, that is awesome. But secondly, you need to really link it to your self-worth. So I really hope that this money tips episode has been helpful for you. Let me know actually on Instagram. So that's at underscore Rubily underscore what tip you're taking away the most. The one tip that you are wanting to apply to your side hustle today that you know is going to make a huge difference as you create that runway to taking the leap or just feeling financially free. Because the whole reason why we want to start a side hustle is so often linked to freedom and choice. So 
Let's get your money ducks in a row or as in a row as you can before you go all in there and take a leap. Now, I will actually just say right now, stop thinking that you need to like hit a certain amount of money before revenue, I mean, before you take the leap. So often we think, oh, you know, we need this magic number before we get there. Go with when it feels right to take the leap. Think about things from a practical perspective, stuff that I've talked about in this podcast, uh, how much like financial freedom you have or security you have um, so that you're not out there on the streets or not feeling like you desperately need to make sales in that first like couple of months of going out there in your hustle, because that doesn't make it for an enjoyable ride. And so often, you know, when you take the leap, you should be enjoying that particular wave. You should be celebrating the fact that you've left employed life. You're here to build your own dreams and you are completely feeling so plugged into your purpose. And you should be feeling like, holy shit, this is amazing. I've made it. So don't let the whole money thing cloud you. In fact, just get really clear, get healthy with your money mindset, go and listen to my own money story. I do really wish you all the very best. For those of you that are joining me for Side Hustle Slingshot, the link is below, by the way, if you want to join. I can't wait to see you in there. We are going to be talking so much more about this subject that by the end of the 10 days, you're going to be like, what money blockers? I'm ready for you. So in the meantime, have an amazing rest of the day, evening, whatever the case is. I so appreciate those of you who have left me an Apple review, whether it's been the stars or whether it's been a written piece, it really, really helps me get my message out there a little bit more. And it helps me from a perspective of having other side hustlers stumble onto this podcast. It is my mission to have millions of people listen to this content and feel empowered by it to create their own side hustle. I'd love for you to share it with your networks and to let everybody know um, if this podcast episode has been really helpful for you and I will see you and hopefully hear from you on Instagram this week. Uh, Otherwise, I'll catch you in my next episode. Remember, you can absolutely own your hustle.